This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. I'm going to gently trans- transfer to our word. And while you're still worshiping, amen, I want you to hear these words. Isaiah 40 and 31, the King James Version says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, God is a God that keeps his promises. He's spoken to us over and over again about this being a year of breakthrough. But sometimes as human beings, we can get impatient waiting on the Lord. And sometimes in our desire to have all that God has in store for us, we go ahead of him. We make moves apart from him. We engage in human efforts to be blessed. We make it happen because that's what we've been taught in the world and even in the church a lot of times to make it happen. Hallelujah. But I'm here today to tell you that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There's a renewing of the strength when you wait on the Lord. I don't want to do anything without God in it. Now, I have done it over and over again. I have I've gone ahead of the Lord. I've done things, hallelujah, in, 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 in my ego, in, in my frustration, in my impatience. I have done things. But oh, and then I've not found the success that God has for me. But when I've waited on the Lord... When I've waited to, for the Lord to create the opportunity first, and I stepped through. So sometimes God creates the opportunity that we've been waiting on, and we don't step through. Then we get to, Lord, is this your will? I'm not sure if it's you, God. When he creates the opportunity, I want to encourage you to step through and receive all that God has in store for you. Hallelujah. With that being said, today's message, next slide please, is a simple word, wait. Wait. I know you're impatient. I'm human like you. I get impatient. I know you want it now, but God's going to keep his promise in his timing, in his season. I want to encourage you to wait. I know that's a dirty word. God wants to encourage us to wait. Wait on him. Let him do it. This is not advocating being lazy or slothful, hallelujah, but this is going along with God and his timing. And sometimes we don't know exactly when it's going to manifest, that promise. But wait. Wait. God wants us all to be successful in here. 
He wants us to receive the promises that he has in store for us. But we got to do it in his timing and his season. Amen. With that being said, let's pray. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for today. We thank you, Lord God, for your manifested presence today in our service. We thank you for the praise. We thank you for the worship. We thank you for the joy we felt. We thank you, Lord God, that your spirit had free course today. He had free course in our midst, and we are grateful. But now, Lord God, we need a word from you. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Unveil your will today to us like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Where am I at on the screen here in the sanctuary? I might have messed up. Am I on the definition? All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me, hallelujah, go back. Wait. Hallelujah. Wait. Here's our definitions again. Amen. We're on the slide with the weight, Asa. Hallelujah. With the weight definitions. Hallelujah. Let's lay some groundwork here as, 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 as God leads me to do week in and week out. Hallelujah. Let's look at this weight. Hallelujah. This word weight. Hallelujah. I'm going to call it a Hebrew word, but it is a combination of uh, Hebrew and Aramaic and, and, uh, and their time in Assyria. Hallelujah. It's a word, kavar. And it means to wait. To wait means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. To delay an action. Oh my God, so many times in my life I've just wanted to just do it. I can remember every year around tax time I would get a beat up used car. Durette was so patient with me, hallelujah, as I brought home these beat up jalopies, these hoopties. Every single year, I was saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. But I was tired of taking the train to work. I was tired, hallelujah, of walking from the train station to my job. I did not want to wait. Saved, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to have it now. I claim it now. And every time I did that, although there was some truth to some of the things I was saying. I was not in alignment with the Lord. I did not delay my action until a particular time or until something happens and that something happening is God creating the opportunity or leading me or imp impressing upon me to take an action. All right. Hallelujah. This kavar also means to remain in readiness for some purpose. That you are ready for the purpose of God, that you are ready, hallelujah, to, you're, you're always in a state of readiness for when God's purpose is unveiled or the opportunity becomes apparent. This kavar also means to endure. Oh, that's a dirty word, endure. Endure means suffering something painful or difficult patiently. We can only do that as we're strengthened by the Holy Spirit. We can't do it in our own flesh. This does not mean be abused. This does not mean to intentionally be taken advantage of. It means that you are delaying an action and you're suffering for that delay. Let's, let's, let's pick on me again for, you know, I love Tesla, but it's not my time right this second, not on November 14th, 
2021 is it time for me to get my dream car right now it's time to wait hallelujah you know and I can get all into scripture well I, God said I can have the desires of my heart and God said if you declare a thing but did God say right now he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't spoken to me right now so what do I have to do delay action and wait hallelujah suffer painful or difficultly patiently <laughs> ah and them gas prices are 350 a gallon Jesus hallelujah last time I prayed for gas prices we had a pandemic I'm a little gun shy with that one hallelujah they did come down to below two dollars a gallon but the world was in a pandemic my God hallelujah anyway hallelujah the last two words for kavar or wait in the Hebrew is remain or await let's look at this word renew they that wait upon the Lord shall renew this word renew is a kalaf kalaf in the Hebrew it means to change for better we are changed for the better when we wait on the Lord to renew to renew means to give fresh life or strength to revive we are made or changed for the better and we are given fresh life and we are uh, and strength and revived when we wait on the Lord wait for his opportunity wait for his impression wait for his move wait for him to say go go forth See, typical human behavior is I'm just going to do what I'm going to do and then ask God to bless what I chose to do. And when he doesn't bless it, we get mad at God. That's like me going out and get the Tesla down, having a high car payment and say, God, bless me with increase. So you're going to step out of my will, do what you want to do, and then you expect me to pay for it. not God not God God's responsible hallelujah can he bless me with the car he certainly will at some point in my life hallelujah but everything will be lined up with his will amen hallelujah in the meantime he's strengthening me he's reviving me hallelujah glory to God he is causing me to hallelujah one of the definitions of weighted which i didn't speak uh today is it, it, it's, it's a tying together tying in a knot it's it's during this time of waiting i am being strengthened in my relationship with the lord in my dependence on the lord for example i woke up hallelujah friday morning all that had to go on that day amen god had to be at work hallelujah had to have one of my co-workers come in and do a training for us hallelujah had to go to a game that night. Had to buy things from the grocery for the class. Hallelujah. All these things. And I come out to the car and there's a flat tire at 6.20 something in the morning. <laughs> because of my new outlook to really depend on God and stop looking for happiness. Why did Pastor Brown just say stop looking for happiness? Because happiness is dependent on happenings, that everything must go right. 
for me to be happy that I don't need to wake up to a flat tire, that everything, my, everything must go right that day, which in the fallen world doesn't happen that much. But because my relationship with the Lord, I still had joy, hallelujah, that despite I had the flat tire, hallelujah, I had enough joy, amen, hallelujah, to look past it, hallelujah, borrow my wife's car, send her a text so I don't get in trouble, hallelujah, and go on to work. Hallelujah. Thank God for his ram in the bus, bush. It's called Asa Brown. I was able to take her to her appointment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wait. In that waiting, amen, your relationship with God will be strengthened if you look to him. Hallelujah. Let's look at our last word, strength. It's a Hebrew word, koak, and it means power conferred. Conferred means granted or bestowed upon by God, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, shall have power conferred or bestowed upon them by God. It's in the waiting where you are strengthened, where you are anointed, where you are empowered to do that which God has in front of you. You don't know, hallelujah, the obstacles that are in front of you, but God does. You don't know how homegirl or homeboy is, hallelujah, but God knows, hallelujah, and he wants to strengthen you. Before you enter into that arena, why do we run in our own strength? When God wants to strengthen us in our time of waiting. You know, I have family members that make a high salary. Who are successful in the world. Who have houses and nice cars. and They don't go to church like me. They don't, hallelujah, they don't do what I do. They don't pray. They don't look to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes as a human being, you could look at what other people are doing and question God. Where are you? What are you doing? How come they have that and I don't? This is real humanity. Hallelujah. How come their church has got all these people in it? And they have all this support, but that's... that's that's when we're looking away from God and we're looking at people. We're looking at the world. We don't know what they go through to have what they have. We, we don't know what they experience. We don't, we don't know the, the trials, the ups, the downs. We, we don't know the price they paid for what they have. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God, as, as, as our relationship is deepening, hallelujah, not looking to the left or the right, I'm looking to him. And right now I'm satisfied with him. It's a place of peace when you're satisfied. This is what I have right now. I'm satisfied. Doesn't mean that I don't have dreams about other things, but right now, me and God are enough. Oh, don't say amen if you don't mean it. Hallelujah. Me and God are enough. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Next slide, please. The benefits of waiting. The benefits of waiting we're going to look at some scriptures now hallelujah as i go through the next couple of slides here hallelujah the benefits of waiting hallelujah next slide please psalm 37 9 i'm reading from the king james version hallelujah this is david he says for evildoers shall be cut off but those that wait upon 
the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Now there's allusion here to the millennial kingdom under Christ. Hallelujah. Inherit the earth. Amen. Jesus said the meek shall inherit the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this is meant to comfort. Hallelujah. Literally to David is to comfort him and the Israelites, hallelujah, that they would have an eternal kingdom one day for us as Christians as we look at this, hallelujah, that despite, hallelujah, what we, what's going on in the world today, if we continue to look to the Lord and wait, hallelujah, one day we will be in that millennial kingdom. We'll be reigning and ruling with Christ. And everything, all our attempts, hallelujah, to fix this world, hallelujah, which, yes, we as Christians can add to this world and do some good in this world, but ultimately, hallelujah, this world will come to the end of its uh, run, hallelujah. Jesus will come back for the church, hallelujah. The world would fall into the tribulation period, amen. No, we're not in the tribulation right now. How do you know? Because we're still here. And then we'll come back with Christ, hallelujah, and inherit the earth, hallelujah. Hall dare I say tax-free? <laughs> what do people say? Uh, you guarantee death and taxes, hallelujah. Well, there'll be no death, amen, during this time, and there will be no taxes, hallelujah. 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 So we wait on the Lord, we shall inherit the earth, amen, hallelujah. This is a guarantee of our eternal life. How can we inherit the earth if we die and we're not here? <laughs> Hallelujah. This is a guarantee for eternal life. Hallelujah. We're talking about wait. This is our title today. Wait. Next slide, please. Hope in the midst of affliction. The goodness of the Lord is available, available to them that... I wonder what the word is. Next slide, please. This is from Lamentations. Lamentations, uh, Scholar Surmise, was written by Jeremiah as he witnessed... Uh, Judah, the kingdom of Judah, the nation of Judah, being captured by the Babylonian Empire. Hallelujah! And he, a lamentation is being sad. It's a sad song. It's 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 being down. Hallelujah! So what does Jeremiah say here? He said, "The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him." Who is the Lord good to? To them that wait on Him. I told you time and time again, I've gone ahead of the will of God out of frustration, out of jealousy. I was saved. I was sanctified. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I was preaching. And because I had had enough with waiting on God and his method of doing things, I was going to go dolo. I was going to go solo. I was going to do what I was going to do. The scripture says the Lord is good unto them that wait for him. I want to receive God's goodness. I guess I better start waiting. <laughs> to the soul that seeketh him. Lord, should I be doing this? Should I be buying these jalopies? These beat up cars? One car, I, I told this story before, it was right around the corner from Junie's house, hallelujah, I picked up this Honda Civic station wagon. I always wanted a Honda Civic, sta Civic station wagon. It was a five-speed five or six-speed stick, hallelujah. I didn't even take into account that my wife couldn't drive stick. I just wanted what I wanted. I wasn't hating on her, but I was so focused on what I wanted. 
Got it home, that thing had 400,000 miles on the odometer. Leaking antifreeze. The oil in there was milky. It was mixed with antifreeze and oil. It was milky in the engine uh, crankcase. Because I chose not to wait on him. I was claiming, I was declaring what was mine. Using the scripture for my own selfish desires. Is it a selfish to want a car? No. But to do it in God's timing and the way God wanted to do it was what I was missing out on hallelujah next slide please in the times of trouble what do we think the next word is <laughs> next slide please let's look at David hallelujah Psalm 27 14 very familiar scripture hallelujah David again I should say you know David was anointed king of Israel at 16 defeated Goliath at 17 but didn't come become king of the tribe of Judah until he was 30 didn't become the king of all of Israel till he was 37 I think David had to do some waiting and some running too <laughs> as Saul was chasing him he says wait on the Lord be of good courage it takes courage to wait on God because people are gonna tell you, you girl you better stop waiting and go out here and find you a man Girl, you bet you better go out here and, 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 and sell this 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 product, hallelujah. I don't want to say any names, so I'm not sued for libel. But you know what products I'm talking about. Man, you better go out here and find your woman. Why don't you go to church? A lot of single women in church. And yes, we do need more men in the church but not specifically just for that reason. Amen. Hallelujah. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. It takes courage to wait on the Lord. And what shall he do? He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait. Hallelujah. Wait again. I say on the Lord. David would know. David had to wait 13 years before he became king. Had his life threatened. Had to run and live in a cave. Had his wife taken from him and given to another man was that God's will for his wife to be taken and given to another man no it's just the, it was the family he married into he married into Saul's family Saul's family was off the chain he was promised Saul's oldest daughter Mirab Saul gave her to somebody else and then David marries the younger daughter hallelujah who's not able to give him babies amen and then hallelujah comes to kill David and gives her to another man David did go back and get his wife later on then hallelujah and she looked down upon him amen once he was king in Jerusalem hallelujah coming in triumphantly hallelujah and despised him David was encouraged, amen. David went on to have many wives after that. I'm not advocating having many wives, hallelujah. David got into some trouble for that, hallelujah, glory to God. But he knew how to wait on God and eventually became king of Judah and eventually the king of all of Israel and reigned for 40 years, the combination of both kingdoms, hallelujah, amen. Next slide, please, hallelujah. You will not be ashamed when you... Wait. Next slide, please. Psalm 25, 3. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed or be embarrassed 
When you wait on the Lord, ultimately you won't be embarrassed. You won't be ashamed. You may have some initial stuff that you go through, people clowning you. I remember when I first got saved, hallelujah, those that were around me were clowning me. Are you corny? I want to be around you. It was embarrassing, but it didn't last. Always. Ultimately, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God <laughs> unto all that believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It says, let them be ashamed which transgress without, transgress without cause. My God. So ultimately, I'm not saying there won't be any moments, but ultimately you will not be ashamed if you wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not co-signing today if God told you to do something and you're not doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, that's not what today is about. If God told you something already, go do it. So today's not about that. Today is about our human nature and our tendency or our desire to go ahead of God's will. To make things happen. That's what the world does. Make things happen. Hallelujah. Now they have the ability to do it. They do do it, but then they got to maintain it. And man's not too good at maintaining things. All right. Next slide, please. You are open-minded to God's leading when you wait. When you wait, you're open-minded to his leading. Next slide, please. Staying in that same chapter, Psalm 25, 5. David says, lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. So he is saying, lead me in my truth. He's, he's open to God's truth. Teach me. He, he wants to be taught by God. For thou art the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. You're in control. You hold my destiny. You hold my deliverance. You hold my blessings. And on thee do I wait all the day. It's the same word. Wait. It's the same word in Hebrew. The kafah. Wait. You know, what I realized about myself, when I was jumping out and buying all these cars and all the other things I've done in my life, as in, in my saved life, because most of my adult life I've been saved, Hallelujah. So a lot of these testimonies I'm telling you, I was saved already and doing these, making these mistakes. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm, I have been a work in progress. I continue to be a work in progress as a human being. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, I thank God that he's waited on me. <laughs> he's been patient with me. Hallelujah. He's waiting on you. He's waiting for us to wait on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That when I jumped out and did these things, I was not looking for God's truth. And I was not looking for him to teach me. You know, the spirit lust, uh, the, the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. There's a war going on inside you. Where your flesh wants control, even though you're saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it is taking years for me to come to the point where I've had some semblance of success waiting on God. There's still some areas of my life I, I, I need to submit to God and wait. I won't, I won't lie to you. 
Pastor Brown's not arrived. Matter of fact, I haven't met anybody who has. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Great expectations. Or great expectation. Next slide. We're going to be coming out of James 5, 7, and 8. I'm reading the New Living Translation here. As we come into the New Testament now, hallelujah, portion of the Bible. We know James is the other half-brother of Jesus. We spoke about Jude last week. All right, so these are the two that are biblical writers. We don't know that he, he, he def Jesus definitely had other uh, siblings, hallelujah, Lord of God. If off the top of my head, I believe there were six, including these two, but hallelujah. Check on that yourself, hallelujah, at a later time, hallelujah. So James 5, verse 7 through 8, I'm reading the New Living Translation this time, holiday for our modern understanding. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, James writes, Be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. You know, during the first century after Jesus died, people thought he was coming back right then. And every generation from then has thought that Jesus was coming while they were living. And human nature is, is when it doesn't happen, because you, you think you're so special, and it's supposed to happen when, you, when, when you're on the earth, that people lose faith that he's coming back. But then my question is, what do you turn to if you, you take your eyes off Jesus? What, what are you turning to? You're just going to forget everything and just jump into the world? Yeah, that, there's, there's a lot of joy there. A lot of welcoming and, and comforting arms there. At least they will be at first until they reveal themselves. A lot of Delilahs. And I, and I don't mean females. I mean people who present themselves to be one thing but are really something else. Hallelujah. Let me, let me jump in with this. A lot of times, saints, you're going to find that you're going to get the Delilah presented to you first by the devil before the true uh, blessing or opportunity from God is there. So this is why we got to wait. Hallelujah. The devil can only fake and shake for so long until you'll know a tree by its fruit. So that person that or that thing that's not bearing fruit that is of God, you know, is not of God. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's get back to it. So, dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. God's coming back, y'all. I can't tell you the day. I can't tell you the time, but he's coming back. Consider the farmer who patiently wait, who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. So now here James is, because they live in a farming society or agrarian society, the Bible often uses farming analogies or farming allegories or, you know, using these examples that uh, the people can understand. Hallelujah. This is why we see this a lot in the Bible. Hallelujah. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage. For the coming of the Lord 
is near. That's all I can say. The coming of the Lord is near. I can't tell you the time or the hour. Hallelujah. But it's near. Amen. And all these things, these social justice things that we want to be right and should be right. Hallelujah. I hate to disappoint you. They won't be right until we in the millennial kingdom. And, and, and then obviously the new heaven and the new earth. There will not be an eradication of everything that's wrong until God comes back and changes everything. It will not be eliminated totally. It will not be annihilated. Amen. It will continue to exist. Racism, war, sexism, this ism, that ism. It will continue to go on. Hallelujah. Until God fixes this. And he says that his return is near. Amen. Near to him. A thousand years is like one day to the Lord. And one day is like a thousand years. We don't know exactly when. We'd like to think that it's going to be in our lifetime. But he's not told me. He, God did not. Yeah, I've, heard, I've heard people say, well, the Lord tells me he's coming back in this year. It's not scriptural. It's not scriptural. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word wait in the New Testament. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. It's a different word. Hallelujah. Because it was written in a different language. This wait in the New Testament is, is ekdek. On hey, hallelujah. And it means to welcome from the heart, looking to the end result of the waiting, which is the outcome. To look for, to expect, to wait for, to await, to accept from some source. Hallelujah. So you expectantly, the great expectation we have is waiting for Jesus to come back for us. Well, we got to be patient. We got to wait until he comes. And we can't let circumstances or situations discourage us, hallelujah, like it did other people in the Bible in the New Testament, hallelujah, that he isn't coming. Because if he's not coming, we might as well all go out here, let's end the church, let's go out here and sin, and everybody do their own thing. Because we're wasting our time. Why do we need to wait? Let's just go out here. Let me go find a liquor store and go back to my old habit. It is foundational to the church that we wait on the Lord's return. Hallelujah. And we don't put it in our timing. It's on his timing. Because I'm so confident in God at this stage of my life, even when there are difficulties in life, hallelujah, the joy is still there because I've transferred from happiness to joy. I don't expect my day to go perfect, but what I expect, amen, and ask God for is flood my spirit with joy so that when things happen, I have enough joy that if something takes a little bit from it, like i.e. the flat tire on Friday morning, hallelujah, I had enough joy to go on and have my day and not call up Desi and say, I can't come tonight because I got a flat tire. It's an inside joke for inside the church, hallelujah. No, I had my uh, rusty butt, hallelujah, at the game like I promised, hallelujah, and had a good time as I watched the game in person and had the Knicks on my cell phone. Sorry, y'all. I'm just, I have a, a little addiction to the Knicks, hallelujah. I need deliverance. So I was watching the two games at once, hallelujah. Anyway, hallelujah. We're going to end with this, hallelujah. Next slide. 38-year wait. Can you imagine waiting 38 years or something? 
you know, there'd be a temptation to say, well, God ain't going to do it. So let me just do me. But there's been some occasions in the Bible where some people have had to wait a long time. Let's speak to this church, amen, hallelujah, there's been some promises, hallelujah, to this, uh, this church legacy, not just this current uh, church holiday, but the legacy of living waters throughout the year, amen, and it's been a long wait. I was a teenager, but I still look into Jesus. I'm still looking to him. I'm not looking to you. I'm not looking to the left. I'm not looking to the right holiday. I'm looking to him to fulfill his word. Next slide, please. Here we're going to the Gospel of John. Amen. Jesus is about a year into his ministry, and he, scholars surmise, is going to Jerusalem for the Passover. Hallelujah. We know the Passover celebrates, hallelujah, where uh, the destroying angel passed over the Israelites that had the blood over the doorpost. Hallelujah. That was in the shape of a cross, by the way. God put having them put it over their doorpost in a way that came out to be a shape like a cross. <laughs> they were passed over because he saw the blood of the cross. The angel could not destroy those. They had the blood of the cross over their doors. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So here, some thousands of years later, Jesus is on the scene and he is going to Jerusalem for the Passover feast. And let's find out what happens. After this, there was a feast for the Jews. We talked about this being Passover. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. See, God's even honoring. It, 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 it portends or it tells about what he's about to do at the cross himself. <laughs> Hallelujah, and he's going to honor that. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, or the sheep gate. There were different gates to the city of Jerusalem. One was a gate where the sheep would come in. Hallelujah, glory to God. Now there was at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. There's that number five. Next slide, please. Let me just take a little pause. Let's deal with Bethesda real quick. Bethesda is the name of a pool near the Sheep Gate at Jerusalem, the waters of which had curative powers. Bethesda means house of mercy or a place for receiving and caring for the sick. This place was of a type of infirmity that people would come to the Sheep Gate at the pool at Bethesda and look to be healed. Amen. That's where the sick people came in the city. Hallelujah. It was like a triage. Ah, oh my God. It was like their hospital. Hallelujah. They would come by the pool at Bethesda, this house of mercy. This house of kindness, this house of grace, Bethesda, hallelujah, glory to God, and Jesus is on the scene. <laughs> Let's get back into our story, next slide please, verse 4 says, for an angel went down at certain season into the pool and troubled the water. 
Whosoever then first, whosoever then first, hallelujah. This is kind of like a survival of fitness. fittest. This is kind of a, the law. Whoever first, after the troubling of the water, step into, into, step in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Now it was probably perceived and looked upon by the people of the day that this man had the disease because of some sin. He must have done something to be infirm 38 years. I'm sure there were some days where it's like, God, where are you? When, when am I going to get healed? When are you going to do something for me? God, have you forgotten about me? I'm hurting. I'm suffering. Where are you? And when Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Jesus. When Jesus saw him lie. And knew that he had been now a long time in that case. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Woo! You know, God is always willing to heal. But then the question is back to you Wilt thou be made whole? Well, I need the pastor to come and lay hands on me. I need to go to that three-day revival. I heard there's a prophet that's coming to town who heals people. Oh, I got a lawsuit. If I get healed right now, then I won't get my money. We laugh. We laugh. People do this. We're not trusting God. We're trusting that lawsuit. Next slide, please. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled. This is an allusion to the law. He's looking to man to help him. He could not do it himself. He had not the power, let's think about it, to keep the law. And this 38 years is not just dealing with Jesus and this man. Jesus was also speaking about is the Israelite history. They were at Kadesh Barnea for 38 years in the wilderness. They were at Sinai for about a year and Kadesh Barnea for about 38 years. And the other time was wanderings. He was really saying to Israel as a whole, wilt thou be made whole. And he's posing a question to us, will thou be made whole? Let me read on. But while I am coming, another step is down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise! I must have read that. He must have said, Father God, in the name of Jesus, if it be thy will. If 
you see fit, Father God, in thy mercy to heal this man. Now rise! Take up thy bed. That means he's strengthened. If he could take up his bed, he's, he, he's been strengthened. And walk! Now after 38 years of waiting, the miracle came suddenly. It says, and immediately. You've been waiting for a long time. You've suffered. You've seen other people get their houses, their cars, their husbands, their success, their business, their raise, their promotion. You've been waiting. And in that time, God's wanted to strengthen you, strengthen your relationship. Hallelujah. Dare I say, uh, change your mindset, hallelujah. Change your perceptions of life, hallelujah. Change the things you value, hallelujah. Because he knew one day he'd come immediately, suddenly, hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha himself, hallelujah, in your situation, in your scene, hallelujah, and do something immediately. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And immediately the man was made whole. Took up his bed. He was strengthened to lift the bed. I couldn't walk all these years, but now I can lift up my bed. And walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. You know he got in trouble for this on the verses that go down. Hallelujah. How dare you heal somebody, heal somebody on the Sabbath. Well, we put the Sabbath before somebody being healed. Not recognizing that Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Hallelujah. That man is not for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was for man. And all the Sabbath was really doing is trying to bring mankind to a point where he rested. He waited on the Lord and rested. <laughs> Jesus is our Sabbath. The Sabbath was on the scene. Hallelujah. Saints, I'm here to tell you today in this year breakthrough. Keep on waiting for the Lord. You never know where suddenly, immediately, he's going to do something. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't make it happen. Hallelujah. He'll make it happen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Stop looking at your neighbors. Hallelujah. Stop looking at their nice car, their nice house. Hallelujah. Stop looking at your own situation, which you don't have. Hallelujah. How much you suffered. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God wants to deepen his relationship with you in this time of waiting, in this time of uh, ceasing actions that are outside his will. Hallelujah. Even if they look good to the world, hallelujah, wait on him, connect with him, communicate with him, look to him, hallelujah, glory to God. See, everybody's not going to get this, hallelujah. Everybody's not going to wait, hallelujah. Even save folks, hallelujah. Folks going to do what they're going to do, hallelujah. People going to clown you. People going to talk about you. People going to use scriptures, hallelujah, to convince you not to wait, hallelujah. But if we wait... It's the immediate, the sudden blessing of God will overtake us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let me encourage you all to wait. I'm done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Waiting's a dirty word. Brother Pastor, you better not tell me to wait. You don't know what I've been through. No, I don't know what you've been through. Matter of fact, it's none of my business. That's between you and God. My business is to share what he's telling me to share with you. How, you know, this is not for you, it's for us. I need to hear this. Hallelujah. There's some things I'm waiting on. But ultimately, I don't need to wait on the things. I need to wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. There's some things I think is unfair. There's some, there's some things that, you know, I've complained to God. That why, why this? Why that? Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the meantime, hallelujah, he's been strengthening our relationship. Hallelujah. Where I'm still human. I still would want the things. Hallelujah. But in the meantime, I got him. And right now, that's enough. It's enough. I'm certainly not starving. <laughs> My God. Hallelujah. Let me pray because we need, we, 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 need, we need prayer to close this out. Hallelujah. Please join us online. Hallelujah. With this prayer. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. And you have posed a challenge to us today to wait. You know the desires we have. You know the dreams and the fantasies we have. And we're in the year of breakthrough, Lord God. We expected it to happen already. We thought it would have happened in the middle of the year, the beginning of the year, Lord God. But we find ourselves in the 11th month of the year. And we need you to strengthen us to wait for your immediately, for your suddenly. Lord, our hopes have been dashed time and time again. Lord, we have given in this offering, given in that offering, gone to that revival, chased this preacher, chased this prophetess. We have neglected time with our family and with our friends, Lord God, all in our pursuit of you. But teach us how to wait. And Lord, many of us here have made bad decisions when we did not wait. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, that house of Bethesda, that spiritual house of Bethesda under this grace message, Lord God, that covers us even when we've made bad choices. And now, Father God, strengthen us where we are. Take our eyes off of the thing and on you and help us to be encouraged, to be hopeful, that we will have the outcome that you have ordained for us before the foundations of the world. Father God, we're not looking for gimmicks. We're not looking for slogans. We're focused in on you. For we know that you care for us. Hallelujah. Strengthen your people right now. Strengthen me right now. Strengthen those that are online right now. Hallelujah. Where they are in the name of Jesus. I feel like this is prophetic. God's saying, everyone, just pause whatever you're doing in your life. If, you, if you're in a process, if you're about to do a transaction, pause. Seek him and let him lead you how to move forward. You're in a process. 
you're about to do a transaction. You have a immediate plan. I'm not here to tell you that what you're doing is wrong, but first pause and seek him and get the guidance on how to move forward. Speak it out, Lord, I'm in this situation. I'm about to do this. I need you to speak to me or to impress upon me or give me wisdom on what I should do moving forward. There's some processes going around. I kind of see in my head a, 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 a two geared wheels that are together moving and, and symbolic of a process happening. Hallelujah. Pause, seek him, wait on him, and let him lead you. He knows the immediacy of your situation, whatever it may be, and he will move whatever the situation, he will move in a pace, whatever the situation calls for in your life. But let's look for the immediate move, whatever that is. As we wait, God could, God could happen like this. God could move today. Or it could be tomorrow, or it could be at the end of whatever. But he's not bound by time, nor is he on our schedule. Let me say that again. God is not on your schedule. I thought by 50, I said, Lord, I'm about to turn 50. I need you to do this, that, and third before I become 50. God did not listen. <laughs> I said, nah, I'm not, I'm not on your schedule, homeboy. I have my own timing for you. In the meantime, let, let, let's strengthen our relationship together. But Lord, I'm about to turn 50. I, I, I'm not concerned about that. I love you. But I, I, I have my schedule. And I had to be okay with that. I was not at first. I pouted. I stomped. I do what human beings do. I had a, I had a temper tantrum. But I'm learning. So that we're not so rocked by disappointment we get so devastated by disappointment. We stop coming to church. We stop praying. We stop believing. We lose hope. We're so devastated because what disappointment reveals is that you are operating according to happiness, that you wanted everything to go right. And in the fallen world, everything won't go right. Things will break. Things will mess up. You will wake up to a flat tire. That's what happens in a fallen world. But with joy, and we get joy when we, when we recognize, jo the definition of joy is recognizing grace. When we recognize the grace of God that's available to us, hallelujah, and we walk in that all day long, we will have enough joy to overcome every disappointment and to be able to carry on with our day. Mental health challenges, I'm going too long. Mental health challenges, hallelujah, are resolved when we wait on the Lord. When our expectations are changed from happiness to getting joy from the Lord. Where it's not about people, places, or things, or things going your way, hallelujah. But you understand you live on a fallen world, but you live. But uh, Jesus said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Get that joy from him. And you get it during that time of waiting. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. President Biden can't give you joy. I'm not fearful of the 2024 elections. I'm, I'm looking to him. I'm looking to him. Amen. If we're even here, hallelujah. That's another story. <laughs> hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But I'm looking to that great day of Jesus' return. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. We praise you. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name, strengthen us where we are. Amen. Hallelujah. Real quickly, amen. We need your help in-house and at home. Hallelujah. Before I even move on with the offering, amen, let me speak to you. You have suffered many disappointments in your life. You had an idea of what happiness was, of the perfect life, what that was. Hallelujah. And you've not yet experienced that. No, I'm not offering you today a happy life where everything goes your way, but there's a joy in God that can be yours. Hallelujah. If you join the family of God. Hallelujah. Man long ago chose to live independent of God. God sent so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son that whosoever believe of him shall not perish, perish eternally, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. I want to offer you an olive branch today. If you were impacted by this message, amen. Even if you got frustrated at points or angry at me at some points, amen. I want to offer you an olive branch to join the family of God, to be strengthened, to, to take on a new path of life in Jesus Christ where it is waiting on him, building your relationship with him, him building his relationship with you, you overcoming the disappointments of life, knowing that ultimately we win. Hallelujah. He's coming back for us. Hallelujah. You want to go to heaven, please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins, my imperfections. I believe you rose on the third day that you were resurrected, you came back to life, hallelujah, as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for my sins, my imperfections. Thank you for saving me. And if you're in agreement with that prayer that you just said, and now that you're fully a part of the family of God, say amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to the family of God. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. The path of Jesus, uh, the path of Jesus Christ in Christianity is counterintuitive. It is counterculture. Amen. It is waiting on God. It is once again partnering with God. Hallelujah. Living in concert with God and letting him lead us into successful pathways. Even if we have to go through the valley of the shadow of death sometimes, which we all have to. Hallelujah. Uh, he's preparing a table or preparing success uh, for us in the presence of those around us who may not mean us well. And if that's you, I am happy that you're now part of the God, part of the family of God, I should say. I want to encourage you to find a church home that teaches about Jesus. Hallelujah. And he's at the center of all that they do. If you'd like to join us, we're here at 15 Omni Avenue, Amityville, New York, uh, 11701. We do meet in person at 11 a.m. Hallelujah. Every Sunday. Hallelujah. We are socially distanced. We're wearing masks except for me. And I'm going to put my mask back on when the service is over. Hallelujah. We have ventilation. We're taking uh, temperatures at the door. We have sanit um, sanitizer. Hallelujah. We're taking all the precautions and we have not had one incidence of reported uh, COVID outbreak at all at this church. Amen. Hallelujah. So we'd like to welcome you to join us in person. If you want to continue at online, we're here at 1130 a.m. every Sunday morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God at this YouTube channel. Amen. 
welcome again to the family of God. Amen. At this time, we need your help and we need everybody's help to continue to support the gospel. Amen. Today, we talked about waiting on the Lord, hallelujah, both in our now life and for him to come back and get us as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. For the marriage supper. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We are essentially engaged to Jesus right now. We're, we've not had the marriage supper. We're betrothed to him. Hallelujah. But he's going to come back for his betrothed one day. Hallelujah. And we're looking forward to that great day. We wait on that great day. Amen. Hallelujah. But we need your help. We need your investment for the gospel message to continue to be spread. Amen. So that more people can hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Can be taught in a systematic and methodical way as God leads me in, in, in the ministry that he has for me as pastor here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can give in three ways to support, to invest in, to uh, tithe, to give an offering. Amen. To the church. Amen. You know, a revelation I got recently from God is that the tithe, when we tithe, we honor Jesus Christ. How do we do that? Jesus was tithed unto us. And as we tithe, we're honoring God, sending Jesus to the earth. He got a great harvest. Hallelujah. When he tithed. Amen. In the same way as we honor Jesus with the tithe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That, that, that we, we, we recognize uh, that Christ was sent to us, hallelujah, as a tithe, and we tithe in honor of Christ, hallelujah, and what he did, hallelujah. That's where the blessings are, reminding God, not that he forgot, but just like a picture that you look at. I know what my family looks like, but when I look at the picture, it reminds me of the good times with my family. We remind God of his son, Jesus Christ, who was at the right hand of the Father God, hallelujah, when we tithe, amen. Glory to God. So, you can invest, tithe, or give an offering, holiday, a donation to the church. You can do that in three ways. You can give it at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. That is our church website. Once again, that's lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. There you can give a tax deductible uh, donation to the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. You will get an automated email sent back to you stating how much you gave and on what date you gave it that you can present at tax time. If you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions, you can give by sending a, a mailing your donation to uh, the to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Once again, you can mail in your donation, your offering, your tithe, hallelujah, your, your investment in the Living Waters Christian Center to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. We live on a fallen planet that still uses money. Hallelujah, we need money to continue to spread the gospel, whether we like it or not. The last way you can give is you can come and be with us in person. Once again, we're at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701 at 11 a.m. every Sunday. Amen. And we are following the CDC guidelines, even if we're erring on the side of caution. Amen. Hallelujah. We will update as we are updated by the CDC. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me pray over these offerings. Father God, we thank you for this seed we sow, this investment, this donation we give. Hallelujah. We give it for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom and the spread of the gospel. We give it because we love you. Bless those who have no donation, who do not have seed. Give them wisdom, Lord God, how to move forward. Let them be in the right place at the right time that they might have seed for their family and seed to sow into your kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But bless these offerings, these donations, these investments, these tithes, Lord God. Let them bring back some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold, some a million-fold return. Hallelujah. Whether it be in money or souls, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God, in our lives like never before. We thank you. We praise you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen.
So let me say goodbye to our online audience. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back at 1130 a.m. next week. God loves you. Amen. Wait on the Lord. Be strengthened and look at God come immediately into your situation. Amen. Suddenly into your situation, I should say. Hallelujah. Will you least expect it? Hallelujah. God will show up on the scene and be a blessing unto you. But first, we have to wait. God loves you. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next week at 1130. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.